Shalom and a very good morning to all of us. Welcome to today's morning devotion. My name is Jeremiah Omungala, by the grace of God, an elder in training in Crisco City Church. We just want to pray before we go into the sharing of the word of God this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for yet another uh, beautiful day that you have given to us. Thank you for the gift of life and for the joy of your salvation and for the peace of God that passes all human understanding. We are your children, O oh God, meant for your glory. And therefore, this morning, we worship you, we honor you, we adore you, and we magnify your holy name. Be the strength of our lives, even as we go through this sharing this morning, that Father, may you be seen in everything that we do. We bless your holy name, we honor you, we adore you, and we magnify your holy name. Minister to us in a very special way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. So good morning and welcome once again. Uh, Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 13. <clears throat> Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 13, the Bible says, But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 13, and to share on uh, the subject of entitled the deceitfulness of sin. The deceitfulness of sin. This deceitfulness of sin causes a lot of ruin in people's lives. Sin causes a lot of ruin in people's uh, life. We have um, yeah, we have grief course, you know, to watch and pray against secret sins, veiled sins, popular sins, fascinating sins, and deceitful sins. Mm -hmm. So we have reason to be concerned about the various forms of sin. Sin has singular power to deceive. Its deceit may be seen in the manner of its approaches to us. Sin does not uncover all its ideas, nor reveal its horrible consequences, but it comes to us in a very subtle way, offering us advantage, um, uh, offering us things that might seem advantageous. The practice of sin may be encouraged by a doubt as to its penalty. Yeah, hath God said, hmm? has God said this will happen? Is the speculative question which is meant to undermine the foundations of godly fear in the heart? How tiny a drop of sinful distrust, distrust of God's word will poison all the thoughts of the soul. Mm -hmm. 
seen frequently comes as a bare suggestion or an imagination, an airy thing. Span of uh, such stuff as dreams are made of. You do not think of committing the fault, not even of uh, talking of it, but you think of it pleasantly and view it as a thing bright and lustrous to the imagination. The thought fascinates, and then the spell of evil begins its deadly work. Thought, uh, its deadly work. Um, so sin condenses uh, into desire, and desire grows to purpose, and purpose ripens into an act. So slyly, sin comes into the uh, soul that is there before we are aware of it. Sin has a way of adapting itself to us and to our circumstances. Sin's quiver has an arrow for the rich and a dart for the poor. It has one form of poison for the prosperous and another for the unsuccessful. This master fisherman in the sea of life does not use the same bait for all sorts of fish, but he does, but he knows the creatures he would capture. If sin finds you, um, um, it will tempt. Um, if sin finds you, it will tempt. It will tempt you to envy or to steal or to doubt God or to follow crooked ways of gain. If sin founds you abounding in riches, it will follow quite another uh, tact and lure you to self-indulgence or to pride or to worldly fashion and pleasure. Satan knows more about us than we know about ourselves. He knows our raw places and our weak points and in what joint there was a breakage in our youth. Sin, like the north wind, finds out very, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, finds out very cranny in the house of manhood and comes whistling in where we fondly dreamt that we were quite uh, screened from its intrusion. Sin creeps towards us as a lion stealthily draws near to his prey. Watch well against the temptation, whose words are smoother than butter, but inwardly they are drawn swords. So number one, we look at the glitter of sin. The glitter of sin. You know, sin looks very attractive outside there. Next, sin is deceitful to its object. For the object which it puts before us is not that which is its actual result. We are not tempted to provoke our maker or willfully cast off the authority of righteousness. We are not invited to do these things for their own sake. No, no. We are moved to do evil under the idea that some present good will come of it. The man thinks when he yields to sin that he shall enjoy an additional pleasure or shall gain an extra profit or at least shall avoid a measure of evil and escape from something which he dreads. He does the wrong for the sake of what he hopes will come of it. 
In brief, he does evil that good may come. Mm -hmm. We're looking at the glitter of sin. For example, the people who engage in corruption, they do it hoping their lives will improve and then they will stop engaging in corruption, but they keep finding themselves uh, involved in corrupt deals. The glitter of sin. Thus, the seeming good is dangled before the short-sighted creature man as the bait before the fish. In every case, the object is a piece of deceit. Evil does not lead to good, nor sin promote our real profit. We are fooled if we think so. Yet in most cases, the man does not commit the sin with the design of breaking the law of God and defying his maker, but because he fancies that something is to be gained and in, the, and, and, and in his judgment, he better understand what is good for him even than the Lord God, by whose wisdom he ought to be guided. Just as in the case of the old serpent, the argument is, God refuses you that which would be uh, to your advantage, and you will be wise to take it. The arch deceiver insinuated that God knew that if Adam and Eve ate of the forbidden fruit, their eyes would be opened and they would be as gods, and therefore to keep them to keep them under subjection, he denied them the charming fruit. The object set as uh, the object set before us is delusive. The reward of sin may glitter, but it is not gold. And yet as gold, it thrusts itself into our erring judgment. This deceitfulness of sin is everywhere present. The street, the house, the private room, all come to be enchanted uh, ground unless we dwell in God. Are we not often caused to think that we could make at least a little gain or do a measure of extra good if we might just uh, to a small degree quit the straight and narrow way this is falsehood um, based in hell so sin um, just in the glitter of sin the thing we look at is deceptive arguments deceptive arguments Sin also shows its special deceitfulness in the arguments which it uses with men. Have you never heard its voice whispering to you? Do not make uh, much ado about nothing. It is not a little one. There is no need to boggle over so or to worry over so small a matter as this. It is not right, but still it is a mere small uh, thing unworthy of notice do it do it sin brings about that deceptive argument my friends can there be such a thing as a small sin the point of the uh, rapier is small and for that reason the more deadly that which grieves the lord cannot be a little evil to pluck the fruit from the forbidden tree was of all actions the simplest, yet it brought 
death into the world with all its train of war and that which seems most <clears throat> trifling may have uh, infinitive consequences following in its track. Then will sin raise the question and say, "It is is this really wrong? May we not be too precise? Are not the times changed? Do not circumstances um, alter the command? He that wills to do wrong is eager to find a loophole for himself or herself. He or she that has begun to seek an excuse is on the borderland of the enemy. He that is loyal to the core and true to his king in everything makes short work of questions. For when he is not sure that's a thing is right, he lets it alone. <clears throat> Sin, <clears throat> excuse me, Sin will also flatter a man with the notion that he can go just so far and no further and retreat with ease. In other words, we can get involved in a certain sin and we think we can just get out of it so easily. <clears throat> oh, he can treat the verge of crime and yet be innocent. Another person would be in great danger but this self-satisfied uh, person thinks that he has such power over himself and that he is so intelligent and so experienced that he can stop at a safe point or at a safe uh, distance, as it were. This moth can play with the candle and not uh, uh, burn its wings. The, deceivable, uh, the deceivableness of sin is such that it makes those most secure who are most in danger. You know, sin, as long as you are participating in sin, you are in danger, but it deceives you like you are the most secure, you are the more, uh, most safe person. Oh, for the grace to watch and pray, lest we also become hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Sin will also add, and after all, though you are wrong, yet you are not so bad as you might have been. And considering the temptation, you may wonder at your own uh, moderation in transgression. On the whole, you have behaved better than others would have done. Eh? You can hear the deceitfulness of sin Somebody has sinned, but uh, 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 the enemy is bringing about deceptive arguments. Oh, on the whole, you have behaved better than others would have done. Brethren, sin is sin. Thus, the sinner will weave a garment out of the cobwebs of his sins, and self-righteousness comes in. Brethren, self-righteousness is poor stuff when it can be fashioned even out of our faults. Such is the deceit, deceitfulness of sin that it makes itself out to be praiseworthy. Then sin will suggest, when you can soon make up for lost time, live nearer to God and be more useful, and then 
your little divergence will soon be made up. It even ventures costly to propose a prize for pardon. Give something extra to the good cause and make amends for offenses. The other thing we see with the deceitfulness of sin is false promises. The deceitfulness of sin is sin again in its promises. For we shall not go far into sin without finding out how greatly it lies unto us. It promises liberty and the man who yields to it becomes its slave. It promises light and the person gives up the old faith to go after the new light and before long the darkness thickens about him into a sevenfold midnight, if I would use that expression. Sin promises elevation of mind and spirit and before long the wretch is worldly pleasure, is worldly pleasure loving uh, and uh, superstitious uh, situations. Sin keeps none of its promises, save only to the ear. Holiness is truth, but sin is a lie. Sin is false through and through. It promises pleasure and leads to misery. It feigns a heaven, but inflicts a real hell. So false promises are part of the deceitfulness of sin. We just need to look at the life of Adam. And the old Adam was promised what he would become. But after he indulged in taking the forbidden fruit, he realizes he was naked. False promises are part of what comes with the deceitfulness of sin. So how do we go about it, brethren? Trust in the Lord to keep you true. Number one, trust in the Lord to keep you true. Let no man think he cannot be deceived. He is already deluded by his pride. Let no woman dream that she has come to such a state of perfection that she cannot be de uh, deceived by sin. She is even now in imminent peril. We have a cunning enemy and we have to uh, know it of our own or no strength of our own to match the uh, subtlety of the old serpent and the deceitfulness of sin. Unless we call in the help of him who is the wisdom of God, we shall be led as an ox to the slaughter and perish in our folly. So practical observations, this deceitfulness of sin and the tendency to become hardened need to be fought against. How is it to be done? The way to keep from hardness of heart and from the deceitfulness of sin is to believe. We read, to whom uh, swore. Uh -huh. Just a moment. Um, okay. Okay. Mm, this is um, Hebrews chapter 3, verse 18 to 19. To whom swore he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believed not. So we see they um, could not enter in because of unbelief. Believe. Faith has saved you. 
believe faith will save you. Believe faith has brought you to Christ. Believe it will keep you in Christ. Believe against the te present temptation. Believe against all future deceitfulness of sin. You shall find that just in promotion as uh, just in proportion as faith grows strong the deceit of sin will be uh, weakened believe in the living god and in his righteousness and in your obligation to serve him then sin will appear exceeding sinful believe in christ who took your sin and bore it on his own body on the uh, cross then sin will be seen in its black colors. Believe in the Holy Spirit by whose power you can be delivered from the deceitfulness of sin. And as you believe, so shall it be unto you, and you shall stand fast where the half-believer slides. The next thing I would say would be this. If you would be saved from the deceitfulness of sin, confess it honestly before god if there is any sin in your life confess it honestly before god it is necessary to lay bare your heart before the living god confess the great evil of your wickedness for this humble uh, penitence will be uh, will be not only your way to pardon but to future purity amen Oh, that the Spirit of God may teach us this. The other thing, active, uh, cultivate great tenderness of heart. So let's be people who would be swayed by the word of God as the ripe corn is swayed by the wind. I would be by God's Spirit as really, um, uh, as readily moved as the leaves of uh, the tree when the wind blows, I would be sensitive to the gentlest breath of uh, of the Lord. And then let us endeavor, if the Lord is keeping us by His grace, to exhort one another daily. The best of believers may grow better by the communication of his friends. But, oh, dear friends, after all that I have said, he is well kept whom the Lord keeps. He is well kept whom the Lord keeps. Commit yourselves unto the Lord, the Holy Spirit who is able to keep you from us tumbling. Trust in him. Trust in the Lord who is the faithful and true witness to deliver you from all falsehood and sin and to keep you true to the end. Praise the Lord. Indeed, one of the things that really happens with this festive, uh, festive season, as we mentioned last uh, week, is there's the danger of the Christian lowering their guard. And that's why today we've just shared on the deceitfulness of sin. Sin does not just appear, it has a way of presenting itself in a manner that looks pleasing, that looks attractive, that uh, 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 um, 
will make one feel like uh, they are not really doing wrong. And before a person knows it, they are seriously trapped into the habits they have formed. And therefore, let us guard against the deceitfulness of sin. Sin has deceptive arguments, arguments that make us feel like we were not really wrong, you know. It's just that uh, 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 there are people who have done worse than we have done. No, 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 no. To the Lord and to our God, sin is sin. There is no small sin. There is no big sin. Any type of sin, any form of sin is detestful to our God and our Savior. We need to be careful. Let us guard against the glitter of sin, the things that might seem attractive but the end thereof is destruction. Let's be careful, brethren. Let's be careful, brethren. Let's guard against the false promises of sin, the deceitfulness of sin. And we have seen Adam. Adam was uh, 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 um, given the promise, if they eat of the fruit uh, of the forbidden tree, then they would be like God. And we know the result of Adam partaking of that fruit. So sin comes with false promises. Oh, just do this one corrupt deal and once you get the money, you will not do it again. And once the deal goes through, you somebody finds themselves being involved in that uh, practice again. Mm-hmm. Ah, you'll speak this lie, it bails you out of a situation, and you think, ah, now that I'm out of it, ah, I will not lie again, only to find yourself needing to formulate another lie to cover for the first one. And it becomes a trend and a web in which you are caught up, and before long you find that promise you thought that would come from uh, that first lie has ended up being a web that has entangled you all your life. So I'm encouraging us, brethren, as we face this season, let us keep off sin. Let us guard against the deceitfulness of sin. Let us pray, brethren. Father, we thank you. We bless you this morning that you are still making your word known. You're making yourself strong. Lord, we thank you that you are the truth that sets us free. We bless you, King of glory, for in you, O God, dwells all truth. We trust you even at such a time as this to watch over us, O God, and to help us to overcome the deceitfulness of sin. You're calling us to exhort one another, to encourage one another daily that we should not be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. We repent, King of glory, where we've been attracted by the glitter of sin, where we have fallen prey to the deceptive arguments of sin. Lord, where we have fallen for the false promises of sin. Lord, people have been betting because of the false promise of sin that they will make it, they'll hit the jackpot. And Father, before they know it, O oh God, they have fallen into destruction and debt in which they cannot come out of it, O oh Father. 
Forgive us, O God, where we've fallen for the false promises of sin, King of glory, where we have been deceived by sin. And even in this season, O God, where your people are caught up in the commercialization of the Christmas season, them that have been deceived by the Christmas spirit, the so-called Christmas spirit. Oh God, we pray that you shall remember mercy this morning <clears throat> and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Help us, oh God, to trust in the Lord who is true. You are the truth that sets the captives free. Your word reminds us that he who the sun sets free is free indeed. Set us free by the truth you have brought us through the Lord Jesus Christ and make us whole king of glory. Oh, touch us in a very special waking of glory that, Lord, we shall be shielded from the deceitfulness of sin. We shall be shielded, oh God, from the hardened, uh, hardening our hearts and that, Lord, our hearts shall be open to you, to the leading of your spirit and that the wisdom of God shall prevail in everything that we do, King of glory. Lord, Help us not to enter into unbelief. But Father, we shall believe every word that comes from the word of God. We shall believe you, O God. We shall trust you. We shall depend on you. O King of glory, we are looking unto you, Father, that you may have your way in every area of our lives in the name of Jesus. That we may believe in the living God. We may believe in your righteousness, O God. O oh, King of glory, we may serve you in faithfulness in the name of Jesus. Lord, we bless you. We honor you. Help us to confess sin where we must confess urgently, O oh God, that we shall not linger on the side of sin in any way whatsoever, but we shall turn to you quickly. We shall run to you quickly. We shall humble ourselves, O God, and turn away from our evil ways in the shortest time possible, that, Lord, you may be glorified. We thank you this morning. We honor you, O God, that we shall cultivate great tenderness of heart. We shall endeavor, O God, to work and walk in your grace, O God, that we shall encourage one another daily, O God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you that as we face the day, Lord, you shall watch over us and guard us against the deceitfulness of sin, and we shall walk uprightly to the glory and honor of your holy name. Father, we thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. Have a blessed day ahead and a blessed Christmas season, and God watch over you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.